Hello and welcome to Catching Up with Kashyap, the show that discusses persuasive texts and how they're persuasive. I'm your host, Atarif Kashyap, and today we're going to be comparing two editorials and their persuasiveness. In the end, I'll come to a decision as to which one was more effective, so be sure to listen all the way through. The first editorial we will discuss is titled Onus on Farmers. This editorial is written by the Hindu Business Line, which is an Indian business newspaper published by Katsuri and Sons, founded in 1994 and located in Chennai, India. They cover agriculture, aviation, automotive, and IT as weekly specials. And Media Bias Fact Check puts them on the center right, as they have been known to be slightly to moderately conservative in bias, because they favor Modi's conservative BJP party, and they rarely criticize anything produced by the right. On the other hand, their information has been listed as partially factual, as they have failed a few fact checks. The second editorial in question is titled, Talk to the Farmer, an editorial written by the Indian Express. Now, the Indian Express is an English-language Indian daily newspaper. Owned by the Indian Express Group, it first issued all the way back in 1931. According to Media Bias Fact Check, this newspaper group leans left-center and are known to have a slight to moderate liberal bias. Their information, similar to the Hindu business line, is rated partially factual due to the emotionally loaded words, lack of factual information, and failed fact checks. The Hindu business line piece onus on farmers takes a firm position against the actions of the protesters. This is further proven with the quote, the government has proposed sensible amendments. The protesters must now tone down the rhetoric, end quote. This editorial uses a variety of logos, pathos, diction, and has a call to action to persuade and clarify their bias. The quote, Even the most ardent supporters of the farmers' movement hesitate in promoting the absurdity of legalizing MSPs, which is certain to lead to further chaos and destabilization, end quote, hits several of these points. This shows the arguments based on the ethics or the ethos of the actions of the farmers, who hesitate yet follow through through with actions that are detrimental to themselves. Moreover, we also see the clever use of diction with stronger loaded words such as certain, absurdity, chaos, and destabilization. This usage of diction works as pathos, evoking emotions of urgency and fear in the readers, as well as showing clearly how their perspective is against the protest. Logos is used later on in the editorial with the following quote, The ruling BJP is also not wrong when it points out that its predecessors, the Congress-led UPA, championed the same reforms that it is now opportunistically opposing. The editorial board uses logic to argue that the opposition is just creating problems as they too once supported what they are now against. Again, specific words are used to solidify the argument further, such as opportunistically. The piece ends with a rather lackluster call to action, as it just outlines the responsibility of the farmers to give a rational response. However, 
This call to action uses certain terminologies such as maximalist and clearly. The maximalist signifies the farmers and their extremist actions from the editorial's point of view, and the word clearly emphasizes the strength of the previous arguments as if they're saying, isn't this obvious? And so overall, onus on farmers from the Hindu business line uses several rhetorics to strengthen the persuasiveness of their text. The Indian Express piece, on the other hand, is for the protest taking place, further expressed by the quote, government must engage the protesters, listen to what they say, the future of crucial agriculture reform depends on it, end quote. This editorial lacks logos and pathos with some ethos and a call to action. Their position for the farmers' protest is made clear through regular jabs at the government's actions. This can be seen in quotes such as, quote, The Narendra Modi government erred in first projecting the agitation as purely opposition-sponsored and then in using force, end quote. The Indian Express editorial board uses the word erred that signifies sin to show how they perceive the actions of the government and how drastic they think it is. Specific diction is also used in the quote, such as, quote, These failed to deter the demonstrators who were eventually given, quote, safe passage, unquote, into Delhi, unquote. So basically, this is um, a quote inside the quote. They quoted safe passage sarcastically to state the opposite. This piece uses specific words such as, quote, raw nerve, unquote, hasty, messy handling, to show their perspective on the issue and shift the blame to the government. The editorial's call to action, the Modi government has more than enough political capital still at its disposal, which it should use to constructively engage with the farming community, to talk to it and to listen to it, unquote, uses ethos by discussing the ethics of what the Modi government should do for the sake of the farming community. Now to the part that we were all waiting for. Which one is better? If it wasn't already made clear from the analysis I did, I believe that the Hindu Business Line's editorial was more effective at persuading readers. This is because they used logos to point out flaws of the opposition, they used pathos to evoke feelings within the readers through provocative words that I talked about before, they used specific synonyms of words to put more emphasis on their point of view, and their call to action roughly sums up their main points. The Indian Express editorial lacks logos, has a weak pathos and ethos, and uses diction less effectively due to its relatively uncommon usage, which puts it behind the Hindu Business Line's editorial. You wanted to know my opinion? The Hindu Business Line's onus on farmers was more effective at connecting and persuading its readers due to the sheer number of rhetorics used, and because its opposition had minimal usage of said rhetorics. Next week, we'll continue to analyze other persuasive texts, so make sure to tune in then. Thank you for listening, and see you soon.